Hello. My name is Sid C from the Sith, also known as Sid Cole. And on today's episode, I just want to give an introduction to obesity. So, what is it about obesity? I think that this is just a hidden problem. Or it is a, or it's the elephant in the room. So, why do I want to talk about this today? Give like a a quick introduction. Well, I see this as, when I see obesity, I, I see this as a problem that people don't really think too much about. Um, I used to deal with weight problems, and it is a problem that I still deal with. It's a problem that people don't really think is a problem, but it is a problem. But I digress. Obesity is an epidemic. Um, Just to give some, some statistics... About one in five children nowadays struggle with obesity. One in three adults struggle with obesity. The U.S. spends about $147 billion annually on obesity-related health care. Fewer than one in ten kids and adults don't eat the recommended daily amount of vegetables. One in four youth don't get enough physical activity. One in four adults don't exercise. More than half of Americans don't live within half a mile of a park or a gym or anything that can, or any kind of facility or location that can actually help them with obesity problems or issues. About 40% of people live in a food desert in the U.S. So, part of the problem with uh, dealing with obesity is that we're not around the facilities or our environment has an effect on whether or not we're obese. Which is pretty whack. How do I feel about these statistics? Well, when people don't live in facilities or it's about resources, people don't live close to the resources that they need in order to fight obesity, such as when I was a young buck, I used to say to myself, I don't want to live in a town or a city that doesn't have like a sports arena or a sports team. Now I see that it's deeper than that. I don't particularly want to live in a place or a space that doesn't have a Kroger or like a Whole Foods. There's a reason why you don't have a Whole Foods in a town with less than 10,000 people because the population is not there. 
So you want to live in a place that has like the resources that can promote health or health comes at a price. Unfortunately, truth be told, health is your wealth. So how do I feel about these statistics? I feel like people who are obese, it is not it is not our fault. It is not their fault. It is not our fault. Because it deals with so many factors and issues. It's not just about calories in, calories out. It is a mix of problems. It's a mix of mindsets and behaviors. It is a mix of our actually of our actual health because some people just are obese because their health dictates that. We have to change our thinking. We have to change our mindsets. We have to change our behaviors. One thing that is a little bit more difficult to change is where we live. I'm not willing to just move somewhere completely different. Just, you know, I don't, just to move closer to like a Whole Foods or move closer to a grocery store or a park or like these are things that people don't really think of too much about stay somewhere that has a planet fitness a gym do we have gyms in our house do we you know just resolve and just say to ourselves oh this is it you know i'm at this weight and this is my health and i have these conditions and you know that's just me like we tend to have our health as identity like if you're obese or you have diabetes, or you have high blood pressure, people tend to correlate this as self. And I'm here to say that we are not our diseases. We are not obesity. We are not high blood pressure. We are not that. These are be conditions that we have, but we are not our conditions I do not own obesity if I'm obese some people don't even know that they're obese so I just want to just like um go to some people don't even go to doctors enough don't visit doctors um and one of my personal philosophies is we should treat our doctors like our barbers you know you go to your barber once every couple weeks Sometimes you, you they give you life advice. Sometimes they don't give you life advice. Sometimes they give you tips. You just kick it, talk about whatever. Like it's a time of relaxation. You know, whenever you talk to your doctor, you know, just come to me with any kind of questions that you have. Um, I gotta listen to them. I love debunking myths. I'll listen to whatever you have to say, and I'm curious as to just the health beliefs of my patients because if you believe this you got this from someone else like this is not original ideas like you got this from somewhere else you got this from another resource i'm interested in hearing what people have to say like when you're visiting me on a patient visit it should be fun for you to see a doctor it should be informative as to how you can get better 
and you know that's one of the reasons why I got this podcast going. So let's just, let's go into um, that's enough about how I feel about obesity on this episode. I'll tell you more about how, about about how I feel about obesity in future episodes as well. So let's talk about what is obesity. Okay, how is obesity measured? For adults, the main tool of obesity that is measured is the BMI. So, if a person has a BMI, so what? So, underweight or anorexic is a person who has a BMI of 18. "Quote unquote" normal weight is from 18 to 24.9. A person who is overweight is from 25 to 29.9. Being overweight does not. It's not really a problem to me because by some of these scales, just depending on the day, year, season, like even I'm overweight, but my blood pressure is okay. And that's uh, another topic for another podcast. So when I look at overweight from 25 to 29.9, I can go get behind that. People who could be more muscular um, then what the BMI holds. Some people can just be musculars. But with obesity from the patients that I've seen, from people that I've seen in general, 30 is a pretty solid cutoff for a BMI with regards to obesity. So you have three different types of obesity. So obesity type 1 is from 30 to 34.9%. Obesity type 2 is from 35% to 39.9%. But the obesity type 3 is greater than 40%. Greater than 40% obesity. So how's how is BMI calculated? It's based on your height ver- height to weight ratio. So you need height, you need weight. In order to calculate a BMI. So let's say like someone who's five foot three, two hundred pounds. Like uh, I don't have a calculator. You're obese. Five foot six, two hundred pounds. Probably obese. Five foot eight, two hundred pounds. Probably obese. I don't have a calculator, but it's based off of your weight, and it is based off of your height. So, obesity type 1 and 2, you're still obese. Like, we're still obese. And I've probably been um, type 1 or type 2 obese before. Maybe even type 3. I don't know. That was, a, that was a while back. But when we're talking about type 3 obesity, this is when you're starting to get featured on shows. Like, My 600-Pound Life. Which is... Um, which is unfortunate, which is unfortunate for my patients or for people in general who are type three obese. I wouldn't wish this on nobody because between type one and type three obesity, when you start hitting obesity period, you start getting all kinds of other kind of health problems. And this is when we need to start asking questions. You know, your doctors need to ask a question. What kind of exercise are you doing? What kind of foods are you eating? This is when, you know, I want you to come to the office 
if you have a question, I want you to come to the office and just chat about, hey, man, how can I deal with this obesity? And different kinds of doctors will have different kinds of answers for you, different kinds of medications for you. So I, you know, anytime that you're dealing with this type of issue kind of problem, you know, it can lead to other kind of problems and issues and affects different kinds of aspects of our lives, like high blood pressure, type 2 diabetes. It could probably even affect our moods when we look in the mirror. Do we, do we like ourselves? When we look in the mirror, do we even see ourselves as obese? Because there was, you know, once upon a time, I didn't even know I was obese, even though I was obese, you know. <laughs> so different kinds of, like, mindsets and behaviors. You know, you might even be cute and be obese. And, um, <clears throat> you know, people can be cute and yet still be obese. Um, Like, that's not unheard of. There have been some people... I walk into a room, and this is not something that's visual. It is purely numbers, purely just, you know, height height to weight ratio. Like I said, I used to be obese, and I didn't even know I was obese. Um, I would just have some clues, like my blood pressure would be high. But besides that, <laughs> no, I didn't know. So it's not a looks issue. It's not a, an aesthetic issue. It's not about attractiveness. It's purely, you know, like health. A couple other ways that a person can be defined as obese is if they have a, if a man has a waist circumference of greater than 40 inches or a woman has a waist circumference of greater than 35 inches. So as a dude, you know, greater than 40 inches, you know, like, that's seen as obese, but if you're a lady who has a waist circumference of greater than 35 inches, you know, you might have a little bit more junk in the trunk. And again, like we say, it's not about aesthetic, it's purely about health. Or, you know, if you're a guy, and another, like the third way, besides your BMI, besides your waist circumference, that you can have a definition of obesity is if you have a neck circumference of if you're a man of 17 inches or if you have a next circumference of 16 inches, if you're a female. So the reason why next circumference is important is because it is associated with obstructive sleep apnea. So just to go back and revisit, um, there is a difference between being obese and being overweight. Um, so with being overweight, there, there's, you know, differences between ethnicities, difference between races, like black people, Hispanics tend to have higher BMIs because they have greater muscle mass. That's what the textbook says. But, and, you know, there are flaws to which the BMI is measured. You know, it takes into account height and weight, but it doesn't take into account your muscle mass. So you might have a person who's a bodybuilder, you know, like Mr. Olympia, you know, just basically based off of pure BMI and height and weight ratios, they might be overweight or obese, but you wouldn't notice it if they have 
like a three percent body fat or five percent body fat. So, you know, might find that when you measure a person's waist circumference, you know, the body fat percent, the next circumference, a person may be really fit. So, BMI is just a measurement. It's not doesn't tell the whole story. So. Today, I just didn't want to dive too deeply into the causes of obesity. However, I do tend, I do uh, have the plan to talking about that in the future. During this episode, we discussed the overall picture of obesity in America that 40% of people living in America are defined as obese. At least 40% as of today. Defined as obese adults and children. We discuss the difference between being obese and overweight. So if a person comes to my office and they're overweight, I'm just I did just rolls off my back a little bit. But obesity, thirty percent BMI, then um, that's that's pretty much a pretty solid hard cutoff. And we also discussed today the parameters by which weight or by which obesity is measured, like a person's BMI. Waist circumference, neck circumference, all these things have an influence as to whether or not a person is obese. So in the in the future episodes, we can talk about how people are obese, why people are obese. We can talk about how hunger dictates how people become obese, like more into the mindsets, behaviors, and sciences. So until next time. Um, until we meet again, you know, I hope that you enjoyed this episode and, you know, take care.